Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. I met Sharon because Bob Proctor said, hey, I because he knew I wanted to leave Chevron and leave my exercise physiology life. And if you don't know about that, read in the books. I, I used to build fitness centers on offshore oil rigs and do all sorts of cool stuff. But I was over it. That's why I hired Bob, hired Bob, you know, probably my fourth or fifth time. I was well into hundreds of thousands with spending with him. He had to fix my little Nebraska work hard brain first. And he's like, well, there's this game out and there's this book and there's this group, you know, and his name's Robert. And, you know, you're going to love Sharon. You need to fly to Scottsdale tomorrow. I'm like, I got a big Chevron meeting. So I called in sick. I didn't go to work. And I flew down and met Sharon and Robert. And um, then through our relationship, became the master distributor of the cash flow game. And this woman has changed my life. She's been there to support me through being a single mom. I'll never forget. She was one of the first going, oh, gosh, I'm going to be a mom. Help, Sharon. You're a mom. I don't even know how to be one. Um, so with a huge introduction, she's come to my wedding. She is, I would claim, one of my dearest friends. And she's one of those friends I don't need to like see a lot. She gets me and I get her and I love her family. And Sharon, welcome. Thank you, my dear Laurel. I appreciate it. I absolutely want to welcome everybody here. I don't have slides because Laurel, I talked about the presentation she was going to have. And, you know, I've been around a long time. I just had my 70th birthday. So I think it's really important for me to share what I see. <laughs> yes, 70 years. Amazing, right? And you look amazing. And I actually was having a hard time with this birthday. And I decided in December that I should walk the talk. I talk about when things are difficult, you just need to change your perspective, turn obstacles into opportunities. So I said, instead of dreading 70, I'm going to embrace it and realize that I've got 70 years of wisdom, experiences, ups and downs that I can share and help other people um, avoid the pitfalls, but also more importantly, take action. Because when we are in a time of uncertainty, like what we are right now, um, people are fearful and they tend to hesitate and not take action. And I will tell you, Laurel would not be here with this incredible group if she had decided to not take action, right? Mm -hmm. Taking action is truly the name of the game. You think about the book, Think and Grow Rich, a hundred million of them were sold. There are not a hundred million millionaires because people aren't taking the action. And so I want to challenge you you have this incredible resource of available to you through Laurel and the big table and people that she brings to, to talk to you. And we listen, we absorb, but we then have to take the next step and take action. And so having the resources is a huge benefit and a leg up, but understanding as she talks to you about all these elements that you need be honest with yourself. What have you done and what still do you still need to do? You place your yourself in a position of greatest potential by being here. But then you have to take it. You know, it, Somebody else isn't going to do it for you. I have people all the time come up to me and say, oh, you changed my life. Rich Dad, Poor Dad changed my life. Outwitting the devil changed my life. And I always stop them and I go, Thank you so much. I, I'm delighted that something I wrote inspired you, but mm -hmm. I didn't change your life. 
you change your life. Stand in your own power, own it. Embrace the fact that you're here because you made the choice to be here. So feel good about that. Applaud yourself. Yeah. And so I want people to come up to me and say, you inspired me to change my life. You know, Rich Dad had inspired me to change my life. So own the fact that you're here and that you're taking action and be proud of yourself. Sharon, what are some like just real tactical things? Um, I say even just to set up the set up your day, right? Because a lot of people have come. We have, you know, who are in a 10-year job or a 20-year job or even a 40-year job. We've had some of them. And they're so pattern-oriented, right? To get up and do the same thing and do the same thing. And just, you know, I shared earlier before you got on, and it was during my time with you at Rich Dad Poor Dad, where I'm like, if I want to be a millionaire like myself, I need to not just work on selling games and books and Rich Dad all day long and coaching. I need to actually carve out a four-hour chunk of my day and focus on real estate deals. And then voila, 1999 became a real estate millionaire. Like how, how, what, how do you do that? I mean, to me, the, the, the easiest tactic is a calendar, like calendar your day and make yourself be accountable. What are some other things during all your years of wisdom that you can impart? Cause you, I mean, we've done so much, so much of the same work for now over a couple of decades together. Well, what you just talked about is time blocking. And I recommend everybody do that because we live in a time where there's we all kinds of shiny object syndromes, all the kinds of things. We, we are all multitasking. The element of success is being able to do what needs to get you, increase your momentum. We talk about money. Well, let's talk about the momentum of your money. Mm. And so when you're looking at um, investing in real estate, you really need to concentrate on that and not just do it as a, as a side business. You really dedicate time to getting to become an expert, but you don't have to do it alone. So many times we think we have to do everything by ourselves. And so let's take Laurel, your history as an example. You came out of corporate world mm -hmm. and you didn't have products of your own but you knew how to align yourself with me and with Robert and you alongside us, you be attached yourself to a cash machine, our cash machine. You helped us build that and grow that. But while you were doing that, you dedicated time to start building your own programs, to start writing your own books. And so mm -hmm. that's time blocking. Mm -hmm. And we were well aware you were doing that and supported that. So I want you to know, understand that you want to be transparent about what you're doing but align yourself with someone who's already successful that you can not only support and have reciprocity, but learn from and be able to use that success to propel your own success forward. And that I, one of the biggest things I teach is the power of association. Mm. So yes, you want the resources, but you want to have the right people on your team. You want people on your team who are smart where you are weak. You want to have people who will open doors for you. Mentorship is hugely important. 87% of business owners say yes. they believe mentorship is imperative. Only 37% of entrepreneurs have them. What's wrong with that difference? They Wait, don't say, those, say those numbers again, Sharon. That's shocking. Yes. 87% of business owners say they believe that mentorship is important. Only 37% of them actually have them. And so what's the difference? Taking action. You know, it's one thing to be smart and to know something, but if you don't apply it, you're not going to get the benefit. Yeah. And so have you all applied the ability uh, understand that we, we don't know what we don't know sometimes, but we know the people who do. 
And so align yourself with mentors that can help speed your way to success. That's one of my biggest, my, my biggest uh, things that I love is my team gave me this little sign above my shoulder here. A legacy of building legacies. I My greatest joy is seeing Laurel's success. My greatest joy are the people that mentor with me and seeing them create success. You know, I'm there to share my experience, introduce the people that I know, open doors for them so that they can take their business to the level they deserve. And that is where I get my joy. And so that's the whole design of the of the big table is to help you find the resources, the team, the masterminding to help you accelerate momentum. The momentum of your money determines if you're in the 25%, the 5%, the 1%, not just the dollar amount, but the momentum. Because you could be making, you know, $125,000 every year and, you know, be okay but you want that 125 to go to 150, to go to 200, to 400, to 500. You want momentum behind that money and growth. And that's what our goal is for each and every one of you. And that's why we want to be here to support you. But when we talk about daily habits, Laura, I think it's really important to understand what you're allowing in your brain. <laughs> I when COVID started, I was so angry with all the negativity in the world. It couldn't, you couldn't turn anywhere without negativity and that it, it permeates your subconscious. Yeah. So I lost, I launched a program. Then I'm on my 1400th daily ATM, which ATM deposit calls for abundance tips and mentorship. A way to start off your day every single morning with something positive about money, about attitude, about mindset, about perception, so that you you put that cone of protection on first thing in the morning and so you don't let that neg negativity get to you. The negativity comes through. Look at it as a way to see opportunities. What are those obstacles? What can you turn into an opportunity? What can you turn into a solution for someone who needs it? So I love that. And um, if you want, you can go ahead and put your link. You guys are welcome to join her ATM. So you'll get her because it's like, what, a 30 second, one minute message? It's one to three minutes every morning. And then right next to it, you're going to do my YouTube channel five days a week. I mean, that is that cone of protection we're talking about. And it's consuming content. So you'll have Sharon in my ear. You'll have me in your ear and like make that the start of your day. Like my start of my day, and I write about it in my whole my whole chapter in Yes Energy, is I start with some of my top three values. And I could tell you like uh, Blair Singer and some of the guys that were around, you know, Sharon and Robert that I introduced you, because I think a lot of you know, like I didn't just represent theirs. I mean, they were so generous. Like I had deals with Blair, with Keith Cunningham, with Dolph Drews, with Dan Kennedy, with all the other advisors, because I... I don't have any content. So I thought, well, heck, I'm just going to sell all their stuff. So, I mean, at, by the end of our relationship at that, that time period, um, it, during that chapter, I'd say it wasn't like end of our relationship, but during that chapter, I was up to 18 different people. I sold Bob Proctor stuff. I sold Sandy Bakken stuff, whether they were in the Rich Dad, Poor Dad brand or not. I just kind of created this little vehicle to sell other people's great stuff. What did it do for me? It aligned me to every one of them. So they would give back to me because I'm helping to make money. So a lot of you don't really, like you said about the momentum, like that momentum during those five years from 96 to 2000, right? When I started really live out loud in my own thing, 
those were massive years of momentum, but I was consuming. I remember sitting in rooms, Sharon, in the back of the room thinking, if I hear Robert say the same darn thing over and over and over, I'm going to shoot myself. And I remember you and Keith saying, until you behave it and live it, you need to hear it. And so I'm going to put that back on all of you. Sometimes you will hear you say, well, it's the same people. It's say, Laurel has the same message because you're not consuming it. And, and even if you are, you think you are, instead of sitting back saying, oh, I have to hear this again. I've been there. I've been in those rooms. See, I did the same thing, Bob, probably like, oh my God, if I hear the subconscious mind thing again. I mean, Kamal and I could probably like recite that in our sleep. doesn't matter. Until you live it, you haven't integrated it. It's not part of you until you can speak it and teach someone else. I don't remember which mentor told me that is you aren't doing it to the degree of your mentor unless you can actually say some of those things out loud with accuracy. And it's like, so then I took that presence on. It's like, okay, now I'm listening to Robert from a different perspective and Bob and everybody else. What can I learn that now I can speak of and it becomes my voice? And that's the challenge for a lot of you who've been around for a decade, two decades. I mean, Sharon, we've been doing the table since 2001. We're 22 years, now going on 23 years old. So until you can become it, and by the way, all the our coaches are becoming that. They can speak it. I couldn't take my vernacular and speech, speech pattern away from Randy, Scott, Thomas, Jason, like the people you hear from a lot. I, I couldn't. They've immersed themselves as part of their... It's part of them now. So maybe speak to how learning at more as you advance. It's not like, oh, I've already heard it. It's I was challenged in those five years. I mean, I was in Robert's room every month hearing the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm here again. And then somebody right. gave me that perspective. Can well, you the same thing is for for those of you that are speakers, you know, think about when you go back, I'll go to the same event from one year to the next. And a lot of times the same people are there mm-hmm. in the same seats, even. Right. And, and it's I was like, like, wait a minute, you were last year. And yeah. I, and so I talked to them and they, and they've done nothing. They haven't applied it. They haven't taken action. So there's been no momentum of their money except in the wrong direction. And so it's really important to say, okay, I'm going to absorb it. And as she said, you hear the same thing over. There are certain speakers, even Les Brown, I could tell you his story would be almost verbatim his story. I love it every time, you know, I engage in it because it gives me, <laughs> It feeds me, but taking it and making it your message is really important. I tell people, turn your mess into your miracle, and then you can be somebody else's, you know, turn it into your message. And then somebody else is going to learn from you and see how you've applied. I want people to take what I learn and share it and then apply it and share how it worked for them. That's the most significant impact you can have on someone is to show how you've learned something, applied it, and are better for it. And now you want to share it. You want to continue the learning. And you never stop learning. Mm -mm. I'm constantly, every single day, reading and learning from other people. I read Laurel's books. You know, yes, I was her teacher. Well, now she's my teacher. We all can support each other. There are areas that she's delved into that I that is not something that I wanted to do, but yet I can learn from her. And so it expands my knowledge base. But you have to be the one to turn it on. You know, most of us sit there in neutral and we let things come in, but we don't absorb it and we don't take action. And that's one of the biggest, just, the saddest things I have when I go back to meetings. I love these people and they're there every year and they have not done anything. Their life has not changed. And it just, oh, it makes my heart break 
you all have the resources, you have the opportunity, you have all of us here to support you. Take what we say and apply it. You may apply it a little differently than I did, but at least you're taking action and you're working towards a better tomorrow than today. You know, one of the things you said, I just want to reinforce for all of you, is this isn't about becoming, say, Laurel, the millionaire maker, or Randy or Sharon, like any of us. Uh, what I love about what you said is how does it become you? How do you then take all of this and make it yours? I mean, that's what I did. I absorbed during those five years. If I look at everything I learned during that rich dad, poor dad chapter of my life, I learned from so many amazing people because I was always on the road with you guys and I kept meeting more amazing people. And it just started defining who you are. But I can tell you for me, what changed me is me starting to have my own voice and saying things I was learning out loud and then integrating them into what became my voice. And now that's how I became a parent, right? It's it's how my kids learn. It's how my kids taught. My daughter and I just had this conversation, Sharon. She's 17, right? So I passed down Think and Grow Rich in a journal, just like I got from Dennis Whiteley and bought, like Bob. So it's 17. And she said, mom, I know your stuff. She said, you were on stage 2006, she was born. That, By the way, this came out January 21st, 2006. I became a New York Times that day. She was born October, 2006. She said, mom, uh, you made me like, I know this in my, like it's in my DNA. And I said, then speak it. My God, she could literally give my entire corporate life speech, like your employee life, your corporate life. And she just literally like went down and I said, now here's, here's how, here's now your new change. Now you have to live it. I said, the difference you've seen between Logan and I, my son is 24, is he's now living it. Becoming a CPA is how much he's immersing and living it. Cause he gets it. I said, so you've heard it. You've been around it. You've had credit cards and debit cards and you have a Roth IRA and you know things, but now it's yours. Like now here's the, here's the tools. I built the foundation. You have to put, you should have seen her little eyes going, you're, you and Logan aren't going to do this for me anymore. I said, mm -mm. this is all you book girlfriend. Like you've got one year, right? You got till May of 2025 to walk out my door and you are going to be ready. So this year and a half is learning. It's immersive. What a perfect opportunity because she has a voice a message for other young people her age, and they will listen to her more than they will listen to me. And so it's really important for her to have that power and realize that she has been given a gift that mm -hmm. so few people have. We are, st I'm still fighting the fight to get financial literacy as a requirement for high school graduation. We're making progress, but it's still not there. So most young people are getting out of high school without any financial education. And so your gift, your daughter and your son were given that gift because they grew up in it. So they understood it. What an opportunity they have to share it with their, their contemporaries. But the difference is for them to own it. It's not for me to keep doing things for them. I mean, it's to guide, keep my hands off. I mean, just, you know, you've shared stories where, you know, your kids have made mistakes. Woo, Logan made a fun one. Uh, he got into a little sports, you know, gambling and yeah, he's uh, working his way out of that little mistake and learning, oh, that really isn't the way to do it. Even though all my football team buddies were doing it, uh, I got, I got way more clues than that. So they're going to have, they're going to bounce around. So my, my point is for all of you, wherever you've met us, I always say, we're going to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. Start really like, who are you in this? What is your goal for your life? Not to become like Laurel, not to become like Sharon, like, like you can take clues from us, but this is that taking it in That's I love that. What you just said about is make it yours. How do you make all that you're learning yours and then put it into your cash machine in whatever way makes sense for you.
I start with all my clients. They're one of the first <laughs> questions we have. I tell them, I want you to go and write your isms, Laurel isms, Sharonisms. Some of the Sharonisms is not what you do for your paycheck. It's what you do with your paycheck that determines your financial future. Assets are sexy. Yeah, these are all things that I, I say all the time. They're my isms. And that's a way for you to come up with things that really are important to you, your personal brand. What Laurel's talking about is creating your personal brand. Don't be a, a mini Laurel or a mini Sharon. Be you and create your personal brand based on the foundation of what you've learned from everyone else. And so it's really an opportunity for you to start. What is important to me? What are the statements that I say often that help establish who my, what I stand for, what is important to me. And those things create emotion in you and can help you make a stronger, more impactful message for other people. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Laurel. And a lot of you have been like giving some feedback and saying, I wanna make some money. I actually need to grow my business and I really need to understand millionaire structure. So. Go to askworld.com forward slash podcast, grab two free tickets to my millionaire intensive. I'll see you there and teach you every one of those topics. So before I know Sharon had 30 minutes to give us. So before you leave, let's just kind of go through some tactics. Like, again, I would start your day. I was going to say, I start my day, you know, with my core values, which I learned from Blair and I kind of got distracted and told you that story. But like I start, cause I mean, I don't know how many, how many of you, how many of you like today, my brain woke up at four in the morning. We had a huge, I don't know if it was a lightning, whatever it was, we had power go out and our house kind of lit up and then went totally dark. So anyway, my brain didn't go back to sleep. So I don't just like rant and list. I actually go in, I do my prayer. I do spiritual. I go straight spiritual. I start my day. So I have all of that. I say God titanium around me. Bob Proctor taught me that tool of how to put like, you know, and then whether that's Sharon's message, my YouTube channel, like you've got to get yourself empowered however you do that. And that is you. We can influence you, but we cannot motivate you. That's part of the gap analysis, the millionaire makers. Where are you? What do you want? And when that gap gets so intolerant, you're going to move. You're going to say, I'm so sick of being here financially or wherever you are in your business. I want this. That that gap, if if that goal set right, should cause intrinsic motivation. That's from you. That's not from us. We can influence. We can guide your new motivation, but you, it has to come from you. So I start my day spiritually, and then I'm with my family. I get my kids ready for school. So one of the things I do, all these moms are so funny. They're like, why do you get up with your kids and help with breakfast and lunch? I said, I want to start their day the same way I start my day. And we do that together. Right. And then depending on the day, I go to the gym, or I go to hot yoga, I do my health, then I come here. But I, I get my core three things that that foundation that anchor my life done first and they don't get moved. And my team knows they know the days I go to hot yoga. It's not negotiable. And yeah, it sucks. It's nine to ten thirty. So I don't get here till almost noon. But you know what? That's what I'm doing. So you have to anchor and then time block. And uh, so maybe talk a little more about the how do they plan their revenue, what I call revenue producing day, their most successful day. Other clues from Sharon before we uh, leave. And then any of you want to ask any question, jump in the chat. Well, absolutely. And I think what you just talked about is so important. And this is something that uh, I, you know, self-care is so important. It's one of the things I always put on the back burner for a long time. I always put myself last. And I want each and every one of you to think about, you know, if I'm a better Sharon, then I'm more successful as a mother entrepreneur writer. And so we have to focus on your own health, your own physical and mental health. And that starts off in the morning with, with your spiritual self. You know, are you 
I get up, I do a prayer, I drink a glass of water, physical self. We, most of us are don't don't have enough hydration in our system. And that's how your brain works. So make sure you're filling yourself with water first thing in the morning, drink it all day because it keeps you going. But whatever physical being you want to be, start moving, whether it be hot yoga or whether it be a, a going to the gym or taking a walk, something that gets your blood and your body going and gets your metabolism active because that also energizes your brain. And maybe your meditation or your praying, you're doing it at the same time you're exercising, but whatever works for you is really important. And yes, some people do ice plunges. That's not on my list. That's not something you're ever going to see me do. I love what the way the things that I do and hot sauna, red light sauna, I can do ice plunge, not so much, but people love it. So go for it if that's what you want to do. But again, every single one of us, you're unique. God made you to be beautifully you, not me, not someone else. You were created to be a gift to the people around you and to have, you know, you have a mission, you have a contract for what you're supposed to accomplish on, on, on earth. How are you feeling that you're doing on that? And that's owning yourself, owning the gifts that you have living and learning every single day and then sharing what you know to help other people because you have a gift and we talk about having a purpose Well, you were given a gift of being here. So that gift turns into your purpose and your purpose turns into your message. And you can make that message as strong as possible by learning as much as you can through life experience, through knowledge attainment, through listening to other experts, to having a mentor. You know, that momentum of money, 10 times, 10x if you have a mentor, because they, the, you know, we can divert you around pitfalls. We can accelerate your success. We can introduce you to the right people. And that's the benefit of having a mentor to help you go in the right direction, 10x the speed that you would if you were on your own. And it's really important for you to own who you are and what you want to accomplish. So yes, you might align with someone else to help get the knowledge and the speed, but then make it yours, create your message. And a lot of times is what stopped us in our tracks. If you think about COVID, you know, 11 years ago, I lost my youngest son and I, my life went into neutral for several years. I almost thought about retiring, but I got a lot of pushback from family and friends, but it was like, I just didn't have any joy. I had a lot of lows, no highs. I was in, living in neutral and I stopped in my tracks and I thought about retiring, got pushed back, even heard my son in my ear, get over it, mom, there's more for you to do. You're here for a reason. And so every one of you has had probably something that stopped you in your tracks. It could have been a death, a divorce, a financial setback, an illness, sometimes all four. And so the issue is to understand you're still here. So whatever you went through, your mess, whatever it was, you can now turn into a message and help other people that are going through it as well, because you're still here for a reason and there's more for you to do. And that more for you to do can turn into an economic engine. Whatever yeah. you've been through, you survived it. You're now looking forward, help other people. And it can be an economic engine that helps increase the momentum of your life. And that's when I launched my Facebook group, the Play Big Movement. It's free for other people who want to play a bigger game. 
Yeah. Always play big. All of a sudden I was playing small. I was hiding. So I started playing big again. And I wanted to share the things I was doing to help other people play a bigger game. I would venture to say everyone on this call could play a bigger game. And if you're ready to do that, start looking for the people that can help you accelerate your income. Sharon, one last message, and I know we're at the top of the hour, but I want to bring this up because I think, you know, a lot of people have been very Susie Orman, Dave Ramsey trained, right? And they are the best in what they do. I think if you want to just stay in a safe little box and out, like that, that life, right? And even like Ramsey's talked through Tom Ziegler to me, like even Tom's brought it up. He said, but Ramsey, like there are people who want to have the next level and Laurel does teach that. My point is that what I learned also during those five years in the chapter of the Say Rich Dad with you guys is there are people who are in this lane. Sharon is in this lane. So you cannot like, I always say it's like being fat and skinny going back and forth between communities of people who have the same philosophy. So being mentored in the same philosophy, I can tell you, uh, for some of you, you keep going back and forth. Right. And I'm just using Ramsey and Orman as an example. So you listen to Sharon and I, then you go back over there, then you come over here. That's like saying, I want to be fat or skinny, like make a decision. Do you want to be rich or poor? Like they'll get you stable and they'll get you like safe. We're going to like, we were the play big. We're the millionaire. Like we're, we're a different strategy. Ramsey and Orman don't say, go get incorporated, live corporate life. That's not their, that's not their stick. There's go get a job and get another job and stay safe and stable. If that's who you are, then that's great. That's not who we are. So watch who you are choosing, right? If you, as you choose people outside of this community, I mean, you're welcome to text me and say, hey, what about this person or this person? Like speak one last you know, point about staying in a philosophical lane with mentors. Cause I see a lot of you pick different people and the philosophies are so different. Now you're paralyzed because you have this message and you have this message and you don't know what to do because you didn't have the same philosophy or integrity or, I mean, there's just a whole series of things that happen when you get in alignment to a lane of philosophical living. Well, right? absolutely. Yeah. I think you have to think about what is it, what is your goal in life? Mm -hmm. If you want to be safe and secure and comfortable, Dave Ramsey and Susie Norman can help you get there. They aren't looking at explosive growth. If you want to be safe and secure, their message is no debt. It's hard to have momentum of money if you don't have debt. I'm all about no bad debt, absolutely zero bad debt. But good debt helps you accelerate your position. Other people are paying that debt off for you and it's accelerating your wealth. And so that's a different lane is, is where I'll, I'll use your, your vernacular. And that is being able to make a bigger impact in the world, play a bigger game. You're not going to hear Dave Ramsey and Susie Ehrman talk about playing a bigger game. They're talking about being safe, secure, and comfortable. And some people, that's what they want, and that's perfect. But if you want something more, um, the Play Big Movement is about being number one in your field, living your legacy, because your legacy is created every single day with every heart you touch. So live... Being number one in your field, living your legacy and creating maximum impact. If that's what you want, then you want to be in a different lane. And that's where Laurel and I are about creating the structure, the infrastructure, the corporate structure, the systems, the business systems, assets. Assets are sexy, right? You <laughs> want income producing assets. And that's what we teach. All right. We're not talking about just safe and secure. We're talking about making a bigger impact and building a bigger economic engine, not just for yourself, 
and your family, but for others around you by sharing what you do so that your impact grows. So I love, uh, just as a gift to Sharon, all of you, share your goal. Like, what is it that, like, as you look at yourself, whether you're, the, it's not about being there. Because I remember when I was in the Rich Dad, Poor Dad chapter, and I you know, was teaching the game, and I was at a hotel or wherever I was. And they said, well, are you a millionaire? And I remember until I was in 1999, my talk track was, I'm not yet, and I'm on my way. You can come with me or stay behind. And I just, I grabbed the people that wanted that momentum and we just all kind of went together. And that's, that's why the beginning years for me had so many millionaires because I hit it and then I knew how to hit it and I knew how to help them hit it. And again, that's the joy of this. So what are your goals? Give Sharon some input, like uh, what'd you learn from this moment and what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I'd love to see what your goals are. And you know, what, what are the one or two things you're going to do differently? You know, um, I, my mantra from the moment I left public accounting and started on my entrepreneurial track is why not? So somebody write it in there. Why not? Why not do something different? Why not take that path less traveled? Why not be independent? Why not take action? Why not solve a problem? Why not serve a need? Why not you? Why not now? Why not? Don't keep asking why because you're waiting for someone else to give you the answer. Why not comes from within. And so you have the ability to energize yourself, say, why not do something different? Why not try a different program? Why not read a different book? Why not do what others can't do or won't do? Because you have the ability to take that action. Mm. So I want to encourage each of you to ask yourself, why not? Why not you? Why not now? Why not take action today? And if not now, it's when. So, I mean, it's why you're all here in 2024. Here's, here's the last thing I'd say for a lot of you also. <clears throat> and Sharon, I just appreciate you being here. It's 2024. I mean, we're in a presidential year. We're in some of the most rock and roll recession, interest, inflation, craziest economic and financial time. To not have a mentor and a community, which, you know, we're so excited you're all here, is keep leaning in. This is where your answers are. They're not out there. They're not on, you know, I don't know if Sharon, you've heard my saying, I always say the internet's the bathroom wall because anybody can write anything about anything and it's not verified, validated, or due diligence. They just write about what they want to write about. So again, stay in your lane and verify data that you see, but like, you're going to get a lot of strategies on how to navigate. And remember some of the greatest companies in the world were formed during a recession. In fact, most of them have been. Like well, during yeah, Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And that's one of the things that, you know, from a standpoint of underlying what you just said, you know, it's fear either paralyzes us or motivates us. So when we're in a time of high inflation, high interest rates, a, a lot of people that were real estate agents dropped out of being a real estate agent because it didn't, it wasn't easy anymore. All right. That's not my people. I want people who recognize that during times of turmoil, the greatest fortunes are made because mm -hmm. people see the gap. They recognize the problem. They rec rep you know, recognize the need that de needs to be served and they grab it and they do it. You know, wealthy people, not that we want it to be tumultuous, but when we recognize it, we say, okay, this is a great opportunity. These, the, this is the time to find great deals. And they go, well, but the interest rates are high. Well, 
I remember when they were 18% and I still had good deals then. It's all about the numbers. You need to learn to know your numbers and know how to analyze a deal so that it is a profitable, no matter what the interest rate, all right? Finding the right thing. It just sometimes you have to become more creative in financing. And I love that. I love creative financing. It's fun. And it's also a way for you to make the deal work for both the seller and the buyer. And so you have an opportunity to seize the moment by having the right people around, having the right education, and have the opportunity to set up that asset, that sexy asset, because the older you get, the sexier they become. And it's really important to know that you have built that foundation of wealth. It's not about the income, it's about the asset, the asset that becomes the economic engine generating the income. You know, Sharon, I always say, you know, for the women, I always say, you know, you can still go shopping in our model. You're just going to shop for assets. That's how you say assets. It's like, well, I want to go shopping. You will go shopping. But it's going to be for assets that are going to build your family's legacy. So, Sharon, I know you need to jump. I appreciate you and uh, all of you, uh, you know, give her a virtual hand clap. And if you want to put your link in the chat on how to follow you on your morning uh, inspirations, that would be great. And again, I want to challenge all of you. My YouTube channel, Her Morning Message, what a great way to put some titanium energy around you and start integrating it. Like another challenge for some of you that have been around for a while, and I'm not going to name names, you know who you are, been here for more than five years, a decade. Could you really repeat back to someone? Like maybe your goal as you're listening to some repetitive information here is what's one thing you could take today that you might have heard of, but now you're going to put it into your voice and you're going to teach three other people. Like make that your new challenge. So you're always in that learning mode instead of going, oh, I have to hear this again. I got to hear Scott talk about a trust again. Well, what if you want and talk to your kids about a trust? Do you have the, do you have all the language that you have to talk about a trust with them? So just switch it up a little. So just staying in that positive, curious environment, I promise you, instead of saying, what's going to happen to me? Say, what can I do for others? And say, curious, your whole life will change by being curious versus judgmental. So Sharon, I love you. And uh, I'm uh, headed to Scottsdale in a couple of months. So I will definitely, you and Mike and I will go have some dinner and hang out. I would love that. I know. I would just want to tell everybody I had, I saw a couple of private messages I haven't been able to get to. So um, reach out to me, info at SharonElector.com. If you have any questions, I'd be absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.